Welcome to the Vore Central Podcast and thank you for joining us. Get ready to uncover the strategies everyone can implement for successful separation and divorce. This will save you valuable time, money and emotions while learning the secrets to your happy ever after. And now your host, my wife, Tanya Summerton. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Tanya Summerton and I'm a Divorce Angel. My job is to help streamline people's divorces. But if you've listened before, you would know that I myself went through a divorce many years ago when I was working in my corporate role and I found that the system was ridiculous. It was not working at all for me or for what I needed. And having spoken to many people during that time frame and after, the end user being us, the system just wasn't fit for purpose for people who needed to use the system. And look, to be honest, that's the problem. There is no system. Divorce for a lawyer is a legal term. Divorce for everyone else is a process that we need to go through and it's life changing. It's the time when we can't get up. We're rocking back and forth in a corner. We don't know how to answer the questions. We don't know what to do emotionally, as well as trying to survive ourselves. In a lot of cases, we're worrying about everyone else around us, everyone that is in some way, shape or form attached to our relationship. And there's so many of us. There's in-laws, there's friends, there's parents, there's brothers and sisters, And most of all, there's children that we have to think about. But where is the system that helps put it all together? I searched high and low for the glue and could not find it anywhere. So that's what my business does today. We glue all of the specific parts for everyone's individual circumstances together to form a perfect picture. And then we execute that picture by going through some certain processes and checks and balances to make sure that our clients get the best outcome for them. So in this podcast, I wanted to talk about something that might be a very new concept for many of you, and that is how we show up in our relationship is how we show up in life. And some people might say, well, Tanya, I disagree. That's not true. Well, I probably used to think that years down the track now, I've got evidence to prove that this is actually correct. The more and more clients that I work with, I see it over and over again. And having to do a deep dive back into my own relationship or my previous marriage, I can see that I mirrored the things that I disliked the most in my ex-husband. The funny thing was, I didn't even know they were there. And that becomes the issue. And that's what I'm talking about. From a perspective, when we're going through a separation or a divorce, it's a time to rewrite the next chapter in our life. It really is a chance to have a look at all of the things that we aren't the best at. And let's be honest, none of us are perfect. We are not perfect. And I'm really sorry, but if you are perfect, you're listening to the wrong podcast because I make a lot of mistakes. I'm the first to put my hand up and say that. But I learn from everything that I do wrong because I'm always looking to better myself and to improve my life. So I can not only help the people closest to me, but the family that I call my clients. So if you don't think that you are 
showing up in your relationship like you are showing up in life, let me just go through a few things for you. Let's imagine that in your relationship right now, the thing that you dislike the most about your partner is possibly they're lying. So you can sense that they're not telling 100% of the truth, that just there's things that are being hidden from you and you can tell that something's just not right. Ask yourself this question, where are you lying to yourself? You probably sense deep in your soul or somewhere that something's not right. You're even probably searching for the evidence to prove that they're lying. But ask yourself, are you lying to yourself as well? Because it's a great question because I see it happen over and over again. And I can say, hands up, this was me. When my ex-husband I knew that he was out gambling because he would ask, could he go? And obviously I would let him go because it meant that I didn't have to deal with all of the ongoing, please, can I go, can I go? It was just easier to let him go. But was I lying to myself about what he was doing? Yes, I just assumed that he wasn't causing anyone any harm and he was just going there for fun. I was lying to myself. And I suppose to some extent, because he was lying to me about the amount that he was losing, You might think that this is a really, really silly thing to say, but, you know, looking back, I have to take responsibility for where we ended up because I allowed it to happen. I was lying to myself. Then, you know, there's other traits in certain in our partners that they could be aggressive. You know, they could be procrastinators. They could be fearful Ask yourself, what is it in your partner that annoys you the most that you yourself haven't really looked deep enough into to go, actually, yeah, if I think about it, I'm also fearful or I'm also aggressive. But what I mean is I love the light bulb moment when I say to a client, they'll say he or she is so aggressive, they raise their voice, they speak to me in a way that's just not okay. It's ridiculous and And then they'll send me a text message or they'll send me an email where they've replied to something and it's out of control. It's just as aggressive as what they are saying that they are getting all the time from their partner. And we reflect ourselves in our relationships and we reflect our partners. And if you think about it, it's only natural. When you spend such a lot of time with a person, we take on their traits. Um, For instance, I can remember, sorry, fellas, I can remember when I worked in an office and the HR manager once said to me, it's strange how all the girls get their periods on the same week. And and if you've been listening long enough, you will hear me say we are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. Another one is trust. And trust is such a massive thing because all sustainable, healthy relationships are built on trust. And in a lot of cases, if a client does not trust their partner or they've got reason to not trust their partner, the funny thing is that they don't trust themselves. And it could be that they don't trust themselves to make the right decision. They're actually contemplating whether they made the right decision in the first place, picking the partner that they chose. And It's just a mirror of what they're putting out in the relationship. So they're saying 
or thinking that they can't trust or they might even be verbally telling their partner, I can't trust you. But the bigger issue is that they can't trust themselves. And when you can't trust yourself, then every decision you make, you're second guessing, you're worrying about the consequences of what's going on. It can be an ongoing internal battle with a critical voice in your head or monkey chatter going on all the time, just telling you, you need to be ready, you need to be on guard, something's about to go wrong, this isn't right. Like all of that energy that is being spent because you cannot trust yourself to make the right decision, yet you are portraying that on your partner and you are saying, well, I can't trust you, yet you really can't trust yourself either. So how do we fix this and what does this all mean? Like we have relationships in every every corner of our life. You know, we've got relationships at work, we've got relationships with our family. And the interesting thing is, if you're a parent, think about it. In a lot of cases, there will be one child that probably pushes your buttons. And that child has probably got a lot of similarities to you. And those similarities are what causes the conflict in your relationship. So once again, how we show up in our relationship show up in life. So we're showing up with our child who is reflecting the part of us that we don't like the most and that's a part that's going to cause the conflict or the arguments or the fights. Something that I've learned since I've remarried and something given all of the work and research and the clients that we work with is there's this saying out there that you have to give 50-50 in your relationship. So both parties need to come to the relationship giving 50-50. So you're giving equal amounts. I call BS on that. What I've learned is that both parties need to turn up to the relationship giving 100% each. And when, when, when one party gives 100%, then the other party will give 100%. That is if you are with the right person. In my current relationship, you will have heard me talk about this before, it's no different to my mum's analogy about the jelly bean jar. We continually fill our jelly bean jar. My husband gets up every morning and brings me a coffee at six o'clock before he leaves to work. He does a whole lot of other little things throughout the day, even when he's tired, even when he's worked very hard and he's exhausted he still gives 100% to me. And my job is the same for him. My first thing when I wake up every morning is what can I do today to make his life better? We are in this relationship 100% and I want jelly beans all over the floor. I want to have so many jelly beans that if something does go wrong and one of us do do something that is not the best for our relationship, our jelly bean jar is not empty. It's key to make sure that we give 100%. So if you're in a relationship, ask yourself, are you giving 100% or are you giving practically nothing? Because if you're giving practically nothing, you will be getting practically nothing back. So once again, how we show up in our relationship is how we show up in our life. 
So if you're unhappy in your relationship, it's because you are not either giving 100%, therefore not getting 100% back. But there's a model that I live by and it's called Be Do Have. It's completely opposite to what most people live and that's have, do, be. So with the Be Do Have model, I need to be the person that I want to be. I need to do the things that are the actions, that are the words that I need to say to have the life that I want. But most people have this back the front. They think if I have this really good relationship, then I can do what I want to do and I can be who I want to be. That's around the wrong way. We need to be the person. You are the being, doing to have. You must be the person that you want to be. So when I'm working with clients and they want to hurt the other party, they're actually hurting themselves. When you take divorce or separation from a place of kindness and love and you treat your ex-partner with the respect that they deserve for the relationship that you've had, then you will get that back. But if you tackle it from hate from disdain, then that's what you will get back from your partner. It's just how the world works and I've watched it over and over again. If something does not go right and one party is completely and utterly out of control, if you show that person love and kindness, they might show you love and kindness back. Another lawyer has said how they had to go to court over nuts and bolts of a cabinet that neither party wanted but they both were in it for the fight so they were reflecting each other and how they showed up in their relationship was how they showed up in life they weren't being the person that they needed to be to have the life that they wanted they were just thinking that if I win this argument I will get what I want then I can go and do what I want and then I can be who I want just doesn't work like that. It's a flawed strategy. So we need to be the person that we need to be. So when we show up in our relationship, we need to be the person that we want to be long term. And it's hard because most of us are just uh, sitting here and and thinking about, I can't do anymore. I have tried my hardest. I am done. If that's the case, What you now need to do is in your next chapter of life, you need to take on this formula. You need to be the happy person because being starts on the inside, not on the outside. Being is the person that when you love yourself and you project that out, someone else will love you for who you are, not for what you do or how you are. They will love you because you are exceptional. If we go back to the people with the nuts and bolts, from what I understand, those folk outside of this court case were both so angry. They were aggressive. They were showing up in their life and I'm sure in their home life with their children and their jobs and their careers and their businesses. How they showed up in the courtroom fighting over nuts and bolts was how they portrayed themselves in other areas of their lives. And you don't want to be like that. That's, that's not what you want 
out of the ending of a relationship. We should be celebrating the time that we had together because there's lessons in there. And we want to take those lessons into the next part of our life. But, you know, it's really easy. I know you're probably saying, Tanya, it's easy for you to say that you're not in my position. And you're 100% right. I am not in your position. But all I can do is tell you what I've witnessed and seen. And I've seen people do things and say things and act in ways that really they will regret and have regretted later on. And they've projected that onto the other party because, as you will have heard me say before, for every action, there is a reaction. And you don't want to start or go down a path like that. So how you show up in your relationship is how you show up in life. So have a look around your life right now. Ask yourself, are you happy? Are you sad? What is it that you can do right now to change your circumstances? What is it that you can do to improve your life? What is it that you can all of a sudden make everything easier, less stressful, less painful, easy? Like my word for this year was easy. I just wanted to take everything that was complex and simplify it. That was my word for this year and I can tell you that it's made a massive difference to my stress levels, to how I show up, to how I be because I did not want to be that person anymore that was so stressed about the little things. What happens in my life is my responsibility but what happens outside of my life I cannot control and I'm not going to get involved in all of that stuff anymore. makes no difference to me just as long as within my circle and everyone that I touch is okay, that's all that matters. Everything else is not my business. Okay, so this was pretty full on. Hopefully it made sense. It's a concept that you really need to consider. Meditate on this. Think about it today. Ask yourself how you show up in your relationships is how you show up in your life. You are mirroring it. You are a reflection of how you feel on the inside. Your life is a reflection of how you feel on the inside. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you got some value out of this and hopefully it's made a difference to your day. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.